Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 78 in the journey, Mental Healthcation. Thank you for joining me today. You can check me out at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Pop in your earbuds and listen to me anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcast. This podcast evolved out of a global pandemic. When everyone was home quarantining, I decided to create this podcast using my therapeutic skills and my journalism skills. And out came this podcast where I felt that we were all sitting home quite isolated and how great it would be to be able to reach out to listeners that could relate adjust, change, adapt, adopt new things by listening to this podcast. It's evolved into 78 episodes, which is so fantastic for me, and it is an evolution in progress. From the beginning to now, you will see actually my evolution. This season three, called The Journey, was based on the fact that I've gone through a lot in the past year, one thing piling up on top of the other. And I know we can all be in those states and how do we cope and how do we live a normal life and do the normal tasks that we need to do when things are piling up on each other. And so that's the theme of this season is to learn how to cope better when things aren't giving us a breather and how we have to find some peace within the chaos. So I believe that I have turned the coin coined the term mental healthcation. I googled it. I couldn't find much on it. This word healthcation came out of staycation, vacation, but because I'm always focusing on mental health, I literally was in a pool at a resort that sits on the beach when the idea of this podcast came to evolve, a mental healthcation. Now, before I talk a little bit about that whole idea of what a mental healthcation is, I want to set the scene for you right now of where I am at the beginning, the top of the steps of summer. And I know I've been talking about that theme a little bit in my past few podcasts of summer. And the reason why is because Seasons have a great effect on our emotionality and our how our brain functions and how our bodies work and the things that we do based on the seasons. And I feel that each season opens us up to new and exciting things. And so when we're at the beginning of summer, it's right before the 4th of July. And for many... Not so much here in South Florida. We start summer a little bit earlier because it's so warm here. But for many across this country, and if you live out of this country, when July 4th hits America, it's like the signal that summer has begun. And a lot of people from overseas love to come here during that time of year. I'm actually going to be in the nation's capital this weekend for the 4th of July. And if you've ever been in Washington, D.C. for the 4th of July, it's quite magical. All the politics kind of fall to the side. And it's just about celebrating our country and the red, white, and blue. And 
I have to say, and I've been many places that I've seen fireworks off cruise ships and Disney World and other countries, DC has one of the most magnificent fireworks displays with the, the Washington Monument in the background. So they do show it on TV. So if you aren't anywhere that you can see fireworks, you can put that on the 4th of July. It's really magnificent. So that's that'll be how I'm starting off my summer. How are you starting off your summer? Right now, I'm in a room. And to create the environment of summer, I have my air diffuser on that has salt rocks in it. And salt always represents the sea and summer. And I have the smell of lavender emitting into my room to give me a relaxed, calm feeling that summer gives us. As I look at the blue walls in my office, I get the feeling of the ocean and the smells of the sea air. And as the blinds are rolled up and I look out at the beautiful sunny sky, it's summer. I can't wait to finish this podcast and go outside, explore all those wide open spaces in the world and within myself. When I do these things, I fill up those kind of empty, aching spaces with inside of me with healthy and positive things. And the reason why I set the scene of what my office is like, and if you've listened to me, I do that often. It's kind of as a mental reminder to you that your environment affects your mental health. You'll ask my kids, and I'll, I say this all the time, a messy, messy environment means a messy brain. If your environment is messy and unkempt, it's because there's a lot of stuff going on in your head that you just can't even focus on putting the clothes away after you've washed them or cleaning your bathrooms or keeping the, the sink and the kitchen neat of all those dishes. Things clutter up, and when things are cluttered up around us, it represents that things are cluttered up inside internally within our brain. So I've got so much going on, like I told you the journey, that I set a goal, and I went through my entire closet and my bathroom and my bedroom and made everything neat and fresh. You know, those sunglasses that I would just throw to the side or the shoes that I'd forget to put on the shoe rack. I put everything away and the house was cleaned. And I take a deep breath in as I walk around my house and my environment because it feels clean and neat and organized. And what a great way to start summer without that monkey on my back of those clothes I need to fold or the bathroom I need to clean or the messy closet where I just threw my clothes on the floor because I didn't feel like hanging them up. Setting the scene of summer by organizing my environment so that when I come home from going to the beach or the library, or a bike ride, or a long walk, or sitting by a lake, or meeting a friend for coffee. I come home to neatness, and I can just enjoy my environment after having a nice leisure experience coming back to my home, and my home being a place also of calm and peace. So that's my little thought for you today, is think about 
Summer's right upon us. Fourth of July is this weekend. Get your environment organized and neat. Purge a little bit. That always is a great feeling. So that your scene is set externally with the season of summer and internally within your home, within your body, and within your brain. Okay, mental health vacation. We've all heard the staycation where you stay at home and you have a little vacation and we all know what a vacation is. And of course, summer evokes those thoughts of vacation. Um, if you are have children, it's their break. If you are a college student, it's your break. And so even if you are someone who is just kind of out there in your single world with your single friends, summer is a great time to travel. It's a great time for couples to take a trip and reconnect with each other. And so there's so much... When you start to think about summer, that floods your brain, all those excitement makes those neurons start going, of all the excitement that summer has to offer. Now, it's very important, and I talk about this a lot in my blog that correlates with this podcast that you can find at wideopenspaceswithelise.com, how there are many companies who value their employees' mental health. They realize that by nurturing, making their employees feel comfortable to take vacations, wanting them to take breaks, increases productivity. It's a proven fact that a brain that gets to relax is more productive. And a brain that doesn't get to relax increases more anxiety and more stress within the employee. And so I remember when I was first in the work field, here I was, you know, in my 20s and, you know, just coming off college and the freedom, you know, let's be real, college is rough, but you have the freedom to other than attend class, your schedule is yours. You don't clock in at eight or nine o'clock and out at five or the kind of jobs that I had, they started in the morning and I stayed till I was done charting on my each patient that I met with that day in a therapy group. And so it was pound the pavement when I was younger and vacations were frowned upon. I remember being nervous going into my boss I have these two weeks that they give me every year. If I don't use it, it doesn't roll over. So I've got to use it. I mean, I'm due that vacation time. I've worked hard all year long and it's part of my benefits. But I would always be nervous going in and remembering the faces I would get. Because for them, me going on vacation meant finding someone to fill my place or them having to do extra work. And I get it. I was a boss. I get that feeling. And so that's how things were when I first got out in the work field. And unfortunately, it is that way still in many workplaces. They're just about getting the work done. But they don't see the bigger picture. The work will not get done or won't get done to the best that it can be when you have an overworked employee where their brain doesn't get the time to have downtime. Going home after a long day's work 
By the time you get home, you eat, you shower. If you're lucky, you read a book for an hour or watch TV and you fell asleep and your alarm goes off the next morning. Going through that routine without a mental healthcation, without your brain getting a vacation, these companies don't realize that pushing their employees and frowning upon them taking their vacation time, and so what if they don't get their two weeks? Not my problem. They're getting the job done for me. But are they really? Are they really getting the job done to the best of their abilities and and being able to expand and, and be creative in their positions? Statistics say no. Statistics say that employees that don't take vacations or even people in general, they've shown increased risks of heart attack, increased risks of overwhelming anxiety, not just anxiety, but panic attacks, and the stress and the stress habits that evolve over drinking, over smoking, over eating, over spending, all these stress-induced things that we delve into to try to give us some type of respite, some type of, of peace within our, inside ourselves. And it's really those companies that are becoming, in my perspective, archaic. They're lost back in the times because the world is moving in a different direction. And there are companies that show their employees that they value their time at work, but they also value that their employees need to take vacations. They need to have those breaks. They encourage those breaks. Companies like Ikea and Uber and UKG encourage their employees to take their mental health-cations, their vacations, their staycations. So imagine an employee at one of these companies. When they know they're starting to feel overwhelmed, they feel comfortable going to their supervisor, their director, and asking for some vacation time because it will be welcomed. And there's never, no, you can't take it, there might be, can you take it after this date because we have a big project coming up? Well, that's reasonable. You don't want to leave them in the middle of something, obviously. So there, it goes hand in hand, and there's respect for the company and the, and the employer respecting the employee. And it really is important. I recently interviewed somebody from UKG, and they have unlimited vacation time. And this employee said that it makes them feel valued because they recognize that they're people. They're not just a number getting a job done at their company. They're people first. And that's what their, mo their motto is, is people first. And so an employee who knows that they have that freedom and that it's valued and that they want them to go take time for themselves, to be with their families, makes that employee feel like 
this is a company I want to be at. This is a company I want to stay at. I mean, that's what companies want, right? They want retention. They want to keep their people. They don't want to train people and then they constantly are leaving. I mean, companies that have that need to look with inside themselves. Why are they leaving? When a company values their employees' needs, it really, really helps that person who works for that company have a well-balanced lifestyle, physically and mentally. And so we've now looked at working and you evaluating the time that you might need. I want you to think for a minute. You may not have an employer. I'm my employer. So I create my own goals that I set for myself. So you may not have to be someone who sticks that ticket in to clock in or swipes your badge to clock in every day. But you still have responsibilities and you still have work. And in those times where you may be self-employed, do you take the time for yourself? There's another question for you. Even if you are self-employed or have a very small business with a very few employees, you must take your time for yourself. Remember, the fish rots from the head. So if you're not mentally healthy and physically healthy, how does your business below you stay healthy? It doesn't. It begins to trickle down. And so you have to create an environment, even with a small company of two or three employees, of mental health and coping and keeping a positive environment as much as possible. Things happen at work, I get it, but to create an environment that's conducive to feeling relaxed and feeling at peace when you're at work and knowing that your employees can come to you and feel comfortable coming to you is a big benefit in the productivity of companies is knowing that you have an employer that you can relax with and be okay with. Okay, so now we focused on working and why it's important, no matter what your job is, to take a mental healthcation. So in my journey of all the things piling up, I took a mental healthcation this past weekend with my husband, Friday to Sunday. Doesn't seem like a lot, really. I get it. We didn't go anywhere. We went about 30 minutes from home, Fort Lauderdale Beach. But I have to say, it's practicing what you preach. It may have been half a day on Friday and half a day on Sunday and just a full day on Saturday. But I felt like I was away for a long time. And as I was laying there on my lounge chair with my earbuds in, listening to some of my favorite tunes on iHeartRadio, I took a deep breath in. And through all the things that I've gone to through, being on jury duty, grieving a loved one, having a hysterectomy, having COVID, and I haven't felt like myself. I felt like I've been plucked out of my world and put into an alternate reality. And in that moment on the lounge chair and taking that deep breath in, I felt like myself again. 
this mini staycation mental healthcation brought me back to life. I got in touch with me again because I was slowing down. I was just relaxing in a peaceful environment and taking it all in. And somewhere within those moments of sitting on the beach and by the pool for a five-hour period of time on that Saturday, a transformation happened and brought me back in touch where I felt like myself again. And those of you who go through trauma that constantly is disrupting your world emotionally, physically, when you feel like yourself again, it's that aha moment that, I even turned to my husband and said, I, for the first time, I feel like myself again. And what a wonderful thing to be able to say. And I know a lot of you out there listening don't feel like yourself right now. It takes work. I didn't get to that moment just because I was sitting on a lounge chair. It took work for me to get to that point. But separating myself from my world without any responsibilities for a short amount of time, leaving my everyday environment, gave my brain a chance to relax. My heart a chance to relax. The tension in my body to let go of. It gave me a way to push all of that shit aside and just focus on me. And that's what getting away can do for you. It doesn't have to be a two-week trip somewhere. It can be a small trip somewhere. Now, I'm very, very aware. Financially, things are very difficult right now. And it's very hard for some of you to even think about a vacation, a mental healthcation. Remember that, mental healthcation. So I get it. And your goal is not to say after you get off this podcast, screw it, I'm going to go plan a trip and charge it on my credit card, even though I can't afford it, because I need a mental healthcation. Then you're not getting from this what I'm saying, truly saying. You don't have to spend money to give yourself a mental healthcation. It's how you change your perspective on what it to, what you need to do to get out of your environment. It's not about spending thousands of dollars that when you get home and those bills come, now you're all stressed out because you can't pay for that wonderful vacation that gave you that relaxation and that peace and that mental health break because now you've stressed yourself out even more because you can't pay your bills. So please be realistic when you begin to plan your mental healthcation. If you are able to go somewhere and do something financially, if it's just you, sit down with yourself. If it's a spouse, your family members, your friends, sit down together and look at how many days you can go, what your budget is, and start throwing out ideas of what would best suit that group that you're going to be with for a mental healthcation. What will every place that you can go will benefit everybody in your group or just you and your significant other or just yourself? 
So part of the fun of planning a mental health vacation, vacation, a staycation, is the work till you get there. It's the research. It's looking up pretty places or places that may just be an hour away from home that you've never visited before. I mean, I live in South Florida. And when I tell you how many people I know that live here that haven't gone to the Keys, the Keys, part of Florida, you know, juts off, still attached, just a car ride there, still in the same state, many people haven't even gone. And so that gives you an idea of how start looking at what your means are and where you can go and what you can do. And sometimes it's almost right outside your own back door. It doesn't have to be sitting at some fancy resort on a beautiful lounge chair by a beautiful pool to do what you need to accomplish from that mental healthcation. I mean, we've all been there where we haven't had the finances. And that didn't mean that we shouldn't take time off from our job to get a little R&R, that rest and relaxation that we all hear about. Now, there's a big problem that's evolved out of COVID. And yes, it's a problem for your mental health. In one way, it's great for your mental health. And in another way, it's not. It's how the world has begun to work from home. So it used to be you go to work, whatever your work was, even if you were a nurse working the night shift, whatever. When you came home, home was your place, your safe place. It was your place to shut the door on work and come into your own environment and not have to think or see anything about work. It was your ah moment when you sat on your couch every day after a day's work or taking that shower after a hard day working at the hospital. But now, things have changed because of COVID. And many, 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 many thousands of people are working from home. And guess what? I don't think that's going to change. Because companies have realized how much money they can save by not having to rent office space, having employees work from home. So of course that's great because really you could literally just roll out of bed You can just put on a decent shirt if you have a video call and wear shorts on the bottom. Your lunch break, you can go sit out in your backyard and have a nice relaxing lunch and blast the music if you want to and do whatever you want in those 30 minutes to an hour that's your lunch break. I mean, you can go run an errand if you need to that you could never do because eyes would be watching you while you're at the office. There's a lot of freedom with working from home. And it has improved a lot of mental health because the stress of the office and feeling like your boss is kind of always looking over your shoulder and making you nervous and just the anxiety of being in that little cubicle with just little artificial lights and not being outside. I mean, people who work from home can literally go on their balconies and work and listen to the sounds of nature. And so... This has become a benefit. And before this happened, you had companies like Google, which I visited Google, and what an amazing place. They really focused on the environments that their employees worked in in, with cool swings inside the buildings and cool outdoor spaces that they could go work with their computer. So that, that was like the beginning before COVID where some companies were realizing that 
if they got the employee out of that cubicle, how much more productive they could be. Well, now they've moved into their homes and they've become very productive because there's that sense of freedom, that, that pressure on their shoulders is kind of not there anymore. But in the process, they're working in the place that they used to come home to after the office and were able to shut the world out. Now everything is evolving in that home. It's your work and it's your home. So there is no separation. So for those of you that work for home, it's even more imperative that you get yourself out of that environment. Even if it's for a day, if you cannot afford to go to a hotel, there are a multitude of things that you can do for a day that you can be active and that you can just chill and that you can relax that cost minimally. And the reality is we all have to focus on the prices of gas right now, right? So for some of us, it may not be traveling far because we don't want to put a financial burden on ourselves. So you've got to be creative on what you can do to just get you out of the office and get you out of your home and go on that mental healthcation. And if you can afford to go someplace far away, it's wonderful. It's exciting, and you should be able to enjoy that. You work very hard for those moments, those times to spend with your friends, families, and significant others, to go and do things that you don't do normally, and to see other ways that people live. I mean, even within the United States, when you travel from state to state, it's unbelievable how different people live. Now, I've always noticed that because I live in Florida. I mean, Florida people are completely a different breed. It's kind of like California. We just have this beach life mentality. And so we do think very differently. And we have the weather all year round to allow us to do that. But when you go to other places and visit, they live so differently. People in cities versus rural areas and urban areas. It's all so different. So just taking a road trip and seeing how... People live differently in the different foods and the different things and activities that you've never seen. Lots of people don't have escape rooms. We've had those in Florida for years. There are so many things that are new and open that you may have never experienced before. So there's an excitement in planning it and there's an excitement in getting there, you know, on the way to that destination and then taking it all in once you're there. And make sure there's a balance. Because I'm one to be known for that, where I'll plan a trip where it's go, 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 go. There's not a lot of aha moments. And so I've learned that in my vacations, I literally have to plan it where one day is go, 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 and one day is just chilling at the resort. I have to really schedule those in. Otherwise, I get in this, I want to see this, and I want to see that, and I want to do this, and I want to do that. And so I personally, as a recreational therapist who spoke to people for years on how to cope and how to, you know, um, schedule yourself appropriately, I have to do those things for myself also because I have a tendency to overdo myself on vacations because I love my mental health vacations. I need my mental health patients to survive, to function, to my best abilities. 
So I'd like to read you this quote. Um, I got it out of, I read this nice article in Forbes magazine from Scott Hyman, PhD. And his quote is, excessive work without periods of recuperation and opportunities to engage in rewarding activities can lead to burnout and the development of mental health disorders. That's why it's a mental healthcation. Because if you don't take this time, these periods off from excessive work, it can lead to mental health disorders. And this podcast is about trying to prevent us falling into feeling depressed and having anxiety disorders. And some of it is not within our abilities to change. Some of us, it's just a chemical imbalance that we have to work through on a daily basis. And so if we don't take that time off for ourselves, you know, it's like the parts of your car. If you don't get the oil change and the tires rotated, the car starts to break down. You don't get it washed. The bugs that hit the, the paint and you haven't washed them off, it takes the paint off. Things break down. The body is the same. If you don't take care of yourself physically and mentally, things begin to break down. You've got to keep this in mind. Don't sit here and listen to this podcast and go, I don't have time for that mental health occasion. I get what she's saying. I get the importance, but I don't have time. You're doing yourself a disservice. And if you don't have an employer that's going to allow for that time, then you need to look deep with inside yourself to see if that's really the place that you need to be. And maybe looking elsewhere and looking into companies that really respect their employees' time off. Think about that. Companies that ex really respect their employees' time off. I mean, there's something golden about that. Bridget Schultz, the author of Overwhelmed Work, Love and Play When No One Has the Time, um, stated that taking time off improves the capacity to learn. When your brain is completely relaxed, it consolidates knowledge and brain power. Neuroscience is so clear through PET scans and MRIs that the aha moment comes when you're in a relaxed state of mind, Bridget Schultz. So when you're in a relaxed state of mind, that's what you're trying to get, right, in your mental health vacation, whatever it is, going to sit by a lake, going camping for a weekend, going just to the beach and spending the entire day there, immersing yourself in a library and all the books and the quiet. It's, it's to give yourself that aha moment, for your brain to be in that relaxed state of mind. Now, when I was reading this, I had an aha moment. For me, producing and publishing these podcasts, I have to come up with ideas every week. And until I read this, I kind of knew but didn't cognitively say it to myself. I get my aha moments for these podcasts, like the coin term mental healthcation, when I am walking, relaxing, sitting outside, listening to music and laying on a lounge chair. All of a sudden, because my brain is relaxed, all these ideas start rushing in when I'm done, when I've 
gotten to that point of pure relaxation. And I never really thought about it before, that my brain was in such a relaxed state that my creativity began to flow. That is a pure example of what Bridget Schultz is saying, that when you take those vacations and those times off, even during a day, that break, it relaxes the brain and then it created, cre increases your creativity and your productivity. And so I know we all want to be good at what we do. And if you don't take those times to put your brain in that relaxed state, you won't be the best that you can be. You won't be as creative as you can be. And so for me, I gained insight by reading this because that is my aha moments. That's when these ideas for this podcast evolved. Remember I said in the beginning, I was at a resort in a pool for my little staycation that I took this weekend. And the idea of mental healthcation came to mind. Why? Because I was on a mini vacation, a staycation. It was locally. And, you know, here's my mental health podcast. And it evolved. And from there, the creativity began to flow. And so now I know that my best ideas and my best thought process come after I've just taken that time to let my brain relax. And so we all need that. We all need that in our work to be productive, to feel productive. We want to leave our work every day knowing we did a good job. The best way to do that is to take that time off for yourself. So have you thought about where you can take your mental healthcation today? Always remember to keep finances in mind. The cost of gas is very expensive right now. Think about who you're going to want to go with. Sit down with them. Don't wait too long because summer, unfortunately, is a very short period of time. Sit down, plan, research, get into it, and take that mental healthcation. I want you all to look back on this summer and say that it was a, a summer of improved mental health. Don't be afraid to ask your employer to take the time off. You deserve it whether they think it or not. You deserve and you've earned that time off. Take the time off. Don't get to the end of 2022 with two vacation weeks that don't roll over that are now gone. You need that for you. And I am happy for you, those people that work for those great companies that promote unlimited vacation time because you might say unlimited. Well, somebody could abuse that. And I'm sure there are people who do. But the majority of people don't abuse it because they are grateful that they have it. And they don't need to abuse it because they can take it when they need it. And there's a beauty in that. And if you work for yourself, take it. You need it. We all need that mental healthcation. I want your goal to start now and when you complete it at the end of the summer to feel accomplished that you took care of your mental health in the summer of 2022. So you've got this. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world 
and fill up some of those wide open spaces within yourself with those mental health vacation ideas and taking that trip that you deserve. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. Thank you for joining me for episode 78, season three. And until next week, my friends, ciao. Happy fourth.